Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney Magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, voiceover artist and actress, Stacey J. Aswad to the show. Welcome, Stacey. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's kind of crazy to finally be talking with you because I've seen you on my Disney Hotel TV for so many years now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, 12 years in May. I can't believe it. Well, it's such an honor to still be a part of it. I mean, it was initially supposed to be for a year, and here we're looming on 12 years, so it's just it's just awesome. I'm I'm so grateful and honored and it's so wonderful to meet people like you and and on social media just hear how much people love the show and how it makes them happy and I just I love being a part of people's happiest times in their lives. I started I was a dancer and a choreographer the whole first chunk of my life and then I uh started doing some on-camera commercials and that led to doing theater and then I did film and television and I mean I've been a performer my whole life truthfully as a dancer I was a competitive roller skater I've always sort of loved the the um I've been extroverted my whole life I can't have to say it's in my blood so um getting into the on-camera work uh sort of happened naturally I was living in the midwest and then I got some opportunities and moved to Charlotte North Carolina and was still dancing and then I started doing um a TV series and some different films. And then that's where I got um, the audition for the Disney hosting. And that was a huge catalyst for me. I'd never done any kind of hosting like that before. And it just, it just, I mean, I just felt so at home. It felt so me because I just got to be myself and I got to be challenged. And so that was really a huge catalyst for me to decide to move to Los Angeles and go to a huge pond and see what would happen. So I moved out here. I'm starting my 10th year out here. And, um, you know, when I got out here, I knew I wanted to do more hosting and TV and film, which started happening. It was great. But I also had done a little bit of voiceover, some commercials when I lived in Charlotte. And I just loved how pure it was and how it was really the purest form of acting and storytelling because you can't rely on visuals or props. And so when I got out to LA, I said, you know, I really want to kick it into high gear with voiceover as well, because this is definitely one of the, the big markets for voiceover. So I made demos and, and got voiceover agents and I started working pretty quickly um, in all different kinds of areas. And what's so fun about voiceover is that you really are limit, limitless possibilities because you can be any gender, any age, 
any size, any shape. And you're not, you're not, I mean, I'm a five foot two female, (laughs) but maybe I'm a seven year old boy. Maybe I'm a squirrel. Maybe I'm, you know, a witch. So you can, you can have all these different freedoms that you don't have necessarily when you're seen on camera. So I really love the I love the balance of both. And truthfully, in the last few years, I've really, with the exception of Disney, I've kind of lived my way. As I like to say, I, I let go of some things in my life to make room for things I want more. And so I kind of have liberated myself from the traditional on-camera work. Um, I love doing Disney. I hope that goes on for 50 more years. Wouldn't that be interesting? (laughs) That'd be an interesting show. Um, but I, doing a lot with my voiceover career. And then I created a voiceover talk show, a web show called Vio Buzz Weekly. Uh, We're starting our sixth year. And uh, I started that with Chuck Duran, who is the go-to guy for demo directing. So um, I feel like I'm really representing myself in the areas of entertainment that I really want to be in. And it's things that are inspiring people and educating them and helping them and making them happy. And that's really really my jam. I mean, I want to do stuff that I'm proud of, but also that puts something, a beautiful injection of something great into the world. And that's my mission. And I've listened to your show for a while now, and I, I, I really love it because you cut, you, you get to speak with a lot of people who you never really get to see on camera because they're always behind the scenes. So uh, Bill Farmer, I think Debbie Derryberry was on your show at some point. Sure. Thanks for watching. I mean, this, the cool thing is, too, is as the show has gone on and now we're at like 236 episodes, I think, um, what I think is kind of cool and we're, our fan base is broadening and, and growing in different directions is that people are really loving that they're getting to hear about successful people who persevered, um, their patterns, their behaviors that are universal to any career, not just entertainment. So I love that it's just a really cool conversation where we don't talk about necessarily the typical stuff that you would think. And, and there is some of that, but then we also kind of go deeper into just just their journey of how they persisted, how they overcame rejection and difficulty and challenge. And I just think that's a really great way. Sometimes you, someone can say something and it just lights a fire in you that you didn't expect it coming from that source. But I think whenever it pushes people to be really their best and realize their potential, I think that that's a great, a great thing. So it's, it's really an honor to be a part of it and the industry as a performer, as a voice actor, and then producing this show and hosting it. I love, um, I love the opportunity and I've made just some lifelong friends as a result. And I'd like to go back to that, that mention of the audition process, especially for the Disney gig. Um, Mm -hmm. what, what exactly were they asking for? Did they have you come in and read or did they want you to film something and, and get a look and a feel as to how you were going to host it? Well, I was in Charlotte at the time. And so I had to drive to Atlanta, Georgia for the audition. And I had gone there. That happened a lot. When you lived in Charlotte, you would drive four hours each way to Atlanta to do auditions. And Wilmington, it was just always kind of standard. So I would drive sometimes two or three times a week to Atlanta. And I had gone to Atlanta for something else. And the casting director said, hey, we're doing this thing for Disney tomorrow. Why don't we put you on tape for it today so you don't have to come back tomorrow? It's like, great. So they gave me a whole page of copy. 
And it was, as I recall, the famous piece from Summit Plummet, <laughs> the, 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 the attraction everyone loves to hate. Um, and so I stood in front of the camera. They, they put me on tape and I tried to memorize it as best as I could in a few minutes and make it my own and put my own flavor into it. And basically they wanted to see your personality and what you brought to it. There wasn't a whole lot of direction. It was just, obviously it was Disney world, but I have to say at that point in my life, I had never been to Disney world. So I, you know, knew about it obviously, but I had never experienced it firsthand, but I just, as an actor, I just tried to immerse myself in where am I, who am I talking to, what are the circumstances? So they put me on tape, and then a couple of days later, they called and said, you have a callback, and the director will be there. And so I drove back to Atlanta, and it was down to myself and I think four or five other girls in Atlanta, but I know they had done a nationwide search, so they had auditioned in other areas of the country as well. And did another piece of copy in addition to the original one that I did. The director was really awesome. He uh, directed me for a couple of years um, on the show, on the top seven must-sees. And, you know, we talked and he looked at my resume and he said, oh, you golf. I said, yeah. He goes, do you really golf? I said, absolutely. I don't put stuff on my resume that's not true. And he's a huge golfer. So he's like, oh, okay, okay. So he just kind of, we talked and he got a sense of me. They asked if I had any visible tattoos or body piercings other than my ears. <laughs> no to both of those. Um, and then it was funny. I, they never asked me if I got motion sickness or how I felt about riding rides, which I thought was kind of interesting considering that's such a huge part of this project. But so I, I did my best and I felt good about it. And as I do with everything, I, I leave my best in the room and I walk out the door and I leave it there and I don't think about it again. And then I, got a call that it was down to me in LA and then they booked me on it a couple of days later and I got it. And so I had just a few days to learn the initial script. I mean, a lot of it is scripted and it has to be really word perfect. And then there is B roll and improv. And so some of the stuff in the show is them sending me off in a direction and saying, okay, go in there and do something. And so some of that actually makes it into the show, which is always fun to see what they keep. Um, so I had just like four days to learn a really meaty 25 pages about the top seven must-sees and flew to Orlando. And so there was just a lot of incredible moments. And I still, I mean, I still get a, a, a jazz every time I go because something new happens and there's, it never gets old. I mean, you could go to Magic Kingdom a hundred times and something else will happen that will be new and exciting and cool and memorable. I can't even imagine how many times they ask you to come back and reshoot something, especially if there's a renovation or there's a new addition to it. So how many times are the specific specials updated? Well, if there's no specific schedule, sometimes I just do play. So I'll phone patch in with the producers and the writer in Orlando and I'm out here and so we'll do a session it could be five minutes long could be a half an hour long depending on what they need but when I obviously need to experience something and they have me on camera then I fly over and it could be sometimes I've been there as short as 36 hours sometimes I've been there as long as 10 days so it just really depends um on when they need me and what they need me to do and sometimes it'll be a whole bunch of stuff at once and sometimes it'll be 
just like expedition expedition Everest. I literally flew in, rode it. I had done the I had done the the walk and talk about it, but I hadn't ridden it because it wasn't open yet. It wasn't cleared. So then they said, well, it was at that time it was the number one attraction. So they said, well, we have to have Stacy on it. So I flew back literally for 36 hours, rode it like three, four or five times and flew back. Really, I, I kind of find out a little bit ahead of time when they need me and we work out the logistics and the schedule. And then I learn my stuff and remember, remind myself. I always like put myself on in the room for a second and remind myself of, of where it, where I am and what I'm doing and just see it, what the new changes have been. So I'm current on what the, the tone is and everything. And then we shoot like crazy. We shoot eight, 10 hour days. Um, depending, you know, sometimes we do multiple parks in one day. Sometimes it's one park over, you know, several different days. So it really is, it's very fluid. And that's one thing I really love about it is it's never, uh, I, I, it's, it's just never kind of, okay, I'm going to go and it's going to be the same, same, same. It's always different. Sometimes there's new crew. Sometimes there's new, um, you know, production people and, and hair and makeup people. And, and obviously every time I go, I'll have a cool different experience with the extras that they get for the show. And so it's a, it's just a blast. I mean, Oh, so I'm so fortunate. Were you afraid of any initial attractions before you got on them? Because you, you said that you've never been to Walt Disney world before. Well, The rock and roller coaster is truly one of my all time favorites. I love eighties music. I'm a total like rocker girl. And so that coupled with just, Oh, it's so intense and fun. I love that one. Tower of Terror is pretty awesome, too. I didn't have any real issue about it. I mean, I think from being a dancer, because I used to race sailboats and stuff, and I, I don't really get motion sickness or anything. So I, I was, I've always kind of loved the thrill rides, and, and so I never really felt um, any trepidation about it. And, and the cool thing is is sometimes I'll have to ride things several times in a row. It was definitely fun. Well, is there any is there any experience that kind of sticks out to you maybe during filming or or you know prepping for a certain shoot, you know, meeting a cast member or meeting a guest that just kind of sticks out to you and really sums up your whole experience working for Disney? Well, you know, a lot of times we shoot especially at Magic Kingdom and sometimes um when we're doing the stuff in in I guess, well, I have to say Disney Springs now, not downtown Disney. Um, a lot of times we're shooting when things are closed or through the night. And so I, I definitely, one highlight for me is always when we're at Magic Kingdom and I arrive to set, it's, you know, mobile set, um, you know, with hair and makeup and everything. And, and I get there and it's dark. And then I go through my ritual with the hair and the makeup and, and getting the, the wardrobe on. Undoubtedly, they're walking me to my first location to start shooting. And the sun is coming up. And there is something about the sunrise over the castle. And just that one central area, Just you just feel everything is sparkling and there's dew on the grass and it's quiet. Um, that never, ever, ever gets old for me. I've, I've, that's happened to me several times. And each time you just feel, um, 
you just feel this like wash of peacefulness and happiness. That's really, really special. And, and now that I have been around for a while, each time I go, whenever we're walking between the setups and going to different places, people are always, all the guests are so lovely and will say, can I have an autograph or can we do a quick picture or, um, you know, thank you so much. My, my son with autism can relax when he watches you at night and my, my kids, you know, want to do something like that with their life. So it's realizing that I'm doing something that is inspiring people in some way, whether it's as simple as riding something and stretching outside their comfort zone or giving them comfort or peace or relaxation or humor. Um, that's just, that's awesome. It's just awesome. Every, every time I hear it. And now on social media, I hear from a lot of people. So it's really, really cool because you just, you put yourself out there as a performer, you do stuff. Sometimes people will love it. Sometimes people will have lots and lots of criticism and comments, but at the end of the day, this whole experience that I've had for almost 12 years has been nothing short of miraculous and amazing. And as much as I hear from people how much they they get from me, I, I want anyone that's listening to know that I get so much back. And clearly me being here for 12 years is very much in part of people loving the show and responding to it and letting Disney know. And so it's, it's a two way street. I mean, I, you, I'm the only one you see on camera, but the entire team that I get to work with on the production side behind the scenes is incredible. And so I'm, I feel like I'm such a, a one little piece of this huge part of, of creating something really amazing. And I'm such a big fan, so I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. And I want to make sure our listeners can stay connected with you because you're all over social media. So again, your website is www.stacyjazwa.com. And we're going to include all the links to Stacy's social media pages in the show notes below. So you can go ahead, click like, and, and go ahead and tweet, Stacy. I'm, I'm sure you probably get tons of tweets a day. Well, it's fun. I love when people, I love, I love hearing what people are doing and now when people are like, oh, you're in my bathroom, on the TV in the bathroom. <laughs> like, wow, I really can't be everywhere you want me to be. <laughs> well, before we end, I had three Disney-themed questions I ask each guest. I call them okay. the Fab Three. So we'll start with the Donald one, which is, as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to see in the movie theater? I loved Peter Pan, and I loved Lady and the Tramp. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Oh, well, we know I love my Mickey and my Minnie, but I have to say every time I meet Chip and Dale, they are a riot. And so, and they always <laughs> dance with me. They always like go where I want to, you know, they just like, they're off the charts. And our Mickey question, if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? A whole new world. Well, thank you so much, Stacy. This has been a lot of fun, and I do hope I, one day I'll run into you at Walt Disney World. Well, thank you so much, and congrats with your show and everything you're doing. And you have a tiara in it, and I, you know, everything sparkly is awesome. So good for you. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
to Must Do Disney. I'm your host, Stacy. This is Must Do Disney. Let's go.